Hello everyone and welcome to another installment of Forever Charmed, a podcast hosted by yours truly, Erica. This is also our first ever Magic Monday. It is an episode version of the show that I decided I would like to um, embark upon and it is just somewhat of a kind of like an FYI session. It's kind of like a um, an like a 101 class, a crash course essentially on the different powers shown by the supernatural creatures and characters on Charmed. Um, I will be covering one to two powers most likely on each episode and I will be explaining some of the behind the scenes secrets about them, background information um, in context of the show's universe, and my own opinion of them and perhaps even um, how they might be fun in real life. Um, So I have always been a very avid fan of the fantasy genre. And that is perhaps why I gravitated to charm so strongly. Um, I always wanted a superpower and I just thought it would be so cool. And I think obviously there are millions of my like-minded people. And that's why such um, there are different um, and entertainment media and franchises like Marvel, you know, Star Wars, comic books, all that good stuff where superpowers are a mainstay of the franchises. So... Um, and in addition, powers are very, very important to the characters of our, um, of our show, Charmed, because they are not only informed by their personalities, but also affect how they live their lives, their fears, their hopes, and they're tied to their emotions, and emotions are a integral part of a character. So I think it is not only important, but critical that we examine the powers shown on Charmed. So I will be using the Charmed fandom Wikipedia as my official source. It is the most comprehensive and for what, from what I can see, best source of information um, to give to you guys. So that is always a resource for you to use if you ever need it for reference or just to kind of have fun and peruse it. So first, I will be giving a little bit of an overview of what powers are in terms of charms. Um, And then I'm going to highlight one power in particular for this episode. So um, I will be using the Wikipedia pages to guide um, my explanation, but it will not be nearly as long as the actual page. So, um, it says that powers are magical traits caused by a possession of a piece of the all. The all is essentially just, um, a spiritual energy which runs through everything that exists since the beginning of times when the world was a dark and tumultuous place. So, essentially, it's like an energy, um, an energy force, energy field, if you want to think of it like that. And if you have a piece of it inside of you... Um, you are able to tap into it and physically affect the world and manifest some kind of influence um, in the form of a power. It says that they are predominant or they are biological traits that are predominantly seen in the blood. And we have seen this in the past. For example, when um, the girls were um, the, the charmed ones, 
were in the hospital and their blood was taken, a blood sample. I believe this was in um, uh, the episode 212, Awakened. Um, some blood samples were taken and um, the de- genetic information that was shown to the doctors was very odd. Apparently, um, they had triple helices instead of double helices like we do um, regular humans do, which is just, you know, two DNA chromosomes kind of wound together in the helix. So apparently powers tend to um, reside in the blood. And um, one way you can receive a power is um, you can, if you get an injection of blood from someone who has a power and then you receive that injection, then you can get their powers. And that same thing happened um, to Dr. I think Williamson, who um, treated Piper in Awakened. So powers are neither good or evil, or good nor evil. Um, it depends on the motivation and the situ- of, and situation of the users. There are some that are considered um, and associated with certain sides of the moral- morality spectrum like blinking, which is considered evil for warlocks. Um, But a fun fact is that it actually was apparently a typical witch power during the 17th century. So my guess is just in universe that blinking was stolen from lots of witches and then it kind of just spread throughout the warlock community. And the thing about having a power that is really critical for ensuring that you are suited for it is that you have to have that piece of the all if you don't naturally have it through birth then your your mental health and your physical health will deteriorate because you were not intended to receive a power as the wikipedia says um, as described in the Book of Shadows, mortals become confused, then frightened, paranoid, violent, and demonic, and ultimately die unless the powers are withdrawn, as we saw from Dr. William Curtis, or sorry, Dr. Curtis Williamson, or Williams, um, in episode 220, Astral Monkey. So there are different categories of these powers. There are offensive, or no, sorry, let me backtrack. So they're split into active and passive powers. Active powers are powers that involve some form of action or perhaps change influenced upon the environment or reality. Whereas passive are inherent powers that do not require activation and they cannot be controlled. So within the active uh, category, we have offensive powers, which are used to attack and perhaps kill other beings. Um, Some notable examples of this are telekinesis, um, molecular combustion, fireballs, and energy balls. Defensive power, which is um, assists in defending oneself and others, either from direct physical harm or from being detected by somebody's um, search. Examples are deflection, molecular immobilization, intangibility, or force field. Um, And invisibility would be a really great example of avoiding detection. Supportive are powers that don't really have a combative use, or at least according to Wikipedia, but they are useful overall. 
So my take on this is that a supportive power you cannot use to either gain the to gain the upper hand in a battle or to somewhat perhaps overcome your opponent. It's not going to turn the tide of a battle or um act like actually affect them physically and in reality. It just might give you perhaps an edge. So an examples of these are premonition, astral projection, empathy, and telepathy. However, empathy and telepathy do have offensive applications, so I think that this could be taken with a grain of salt. So there are transportation powers, which just allows you to, to either bring yourself or others from one place to another. Just like transportation in real life, you know, walking, running, uh, biking, cars. But in this case, the powers are flight, hyperspeed, levitation, floating, or hovering. Someone can also travel through time. You don't have to just travel um, in space, you can travel through time. Teleportation is teleportation through space, time, or planes, which just means that you are physically moving your body somewhere else um, other than where you started. Examples are probably the most uh, well-known, orbing, blinking, shimmering, and flaming. Some examples. And then you have passive that are um, inherent powers that are automatic and um, they cannot be turned on or turned off. So examples would be immortality, immunity, invincibility, and reconstitution. Which we reconstitution we have seen when Piper blows up um, a demon or some kind of evildoer and they regenerate. Their particles come back together to reform the body. So the power I wanted to talk about today was premonition. Premonition is the ability to essentially gain, um, to, to gain knowledge or firsthand experience of um, actions that are not directly occurring in front of you. So it can be in the past, the present, or the future. Um, and it is considered highly desirable and because it helps, uh, it helps magical beings evade dangerous situations and it is also considered one of the most helpful defense, defensive powers according to the Wikipedia. So, um, premonition consists of visions in which someone receives a flash of um, an occurrence or an event that has either taken place or will take place, and they see it. So, um, and it's related to what or who they touch. Um, it is triggered either by physical, so actually tangibly putting your hands on something, or this psychic contact, just being in the range of something with a lot of psychic energy. It's neutral, aligned, and uh, categorically, as we discussed previously, it is passive and supportive. So you, you don't normally turn it on or turn it off, and it is not considered um, something you can use in active combat. So... How you receive visions is from psycho psychometry, which is essentially you make physical contact with an item or surface that is related to or involves the event. And um, let's see, 
However, as powers grow, users can receive visions out of the blue and are able to look into the um, future, past or present, by will alone. Next, um, you, uh, visions can be called for. Visions or premonitions, it's, it's interchangeable. They can be called for, and you can train yourself to call for them. And... Phoebe was actually able to do this when she called for um, a vision when she, of um, when she was holding Piper's plane ticket to see if she would be late or not. And as we said, uh, precognition consists of precognition or premonition consists of precognition, which is seeing the future, retrocognition, which is seeing and hearing the past. And clairvoyance, which is the ability to see what is happening right in the moment or in the present. Premonition also affords its users enhanced um, intuition in which they are able to anticipate the movements of their opponents or perhaps their attacks and gives them a sense of a better sense of defense and response to the, their attackers in combat. And uh, visions can also be shared amongst psychics if, uh, if palms, if both um, of the psychics put their palms on top of each other, or one on top of the other one, and then they would be able to call for different visions. Some trivia is, despite premonitions being shown in black and white in earlier seasons, Phoebe has always been able to see her pre her premonitions in color. This is evident as she was once able to name the color of a car in a black and white premonition in Dead Man da Dating. She's the only known user of this power whose visions are seen in black and white. Apparently, advanced users can control and send premonitions to other beings who possess the same power. And um, when Phoebe gained the power of empathy, it is thought it is to be an extension of her premonition power because she could feel what the subjects of her premonitions were feeling. All right. Thank you for joining me for this first Magic Monday. These will be a little bit shorter than episode recaps. And first episode recap will be out on Wednesday. Thank you so much. Have a good night.